What's up, homies? I'm Erica. And I'm Roshan J. And as always, thank you guys so much for joining us today as we as we hang out on our first December episode. Happy Can you holidays, homies. We're we're in there. We're in there now. Thanksgiving's officially yeah. done. So like there's no longer an excuse to not have the Christmas tree out, according to all of social media. I mean, I've we've had ours up all year, but oh, who's <laughs> laughing now? December, December's around, and who didn't have to put up their tree? That's right, we didn't. Nailed so, it. Yeah, you. I guess you could say that we're trailblazers. I think so. Uh, the smartest people who ever lived. I think so. I don't know. Just, just a thought, but. <laughs> More importantly, you guys, all that we want for Christmas um, is for you guys to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Super easy, doesn't cost you a thing, and it would bring us holiday joy. And we are the homies. And we are the type to side eye if we don't get a present at Christmas time, just so y'all know. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't say nothing, but you'll feel that energy. You'll feel the shade. It'll become yeah. suddenly very dark around you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. You'll you'll know something's afoot if 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 we don't. We will know, but also more importantly, you'll know that we know. You feel me? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So needless to say. Please bring us our holiday cheer and yeah, rate and review us. Help bring our podcast to other people. Uh, maybe let some friends know. Spread the the homies love. Mm-hmm. We would very much appreciate that. So yeah, guys. And I will be saying at this at the beginning of every December episode, just in case you're <laughs> wondering. Uh, so also, be prepared for that. But... More importantly than all of this, I've got a very special announcement to make today. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what is this announcement, Erica? Santa Jaws is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Did you know that? I know it now. I'm fully aware now. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what your announcement was going to be. <laughs> so, like, that was genuine. I was genuinely curious. I was like, wait, what is she going to say? You're like, okay. <laughs> sure, I guess. Oh, no, yeah, guys. Uh, homies, um, Santa Jaws is coming to town. Actually, she is already in town. Yes, she is. She is already is. eating everybody. And she's already on her way back to 
the North Pole. <laughs> you want to know what I think is actually like super funny is the fact that uh, last episode we talked about our list of like things that we haven't done because we did Blood Vessel last episode. And mm-hmm. so we're like, oh man, this is our first vampire and we haven't done like werewolves or like witch. Like, like we haven't done so many things. And then what do we do? Immediately go to another shark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but in our defense, Santa Jaws was a movie that was requested, like, of us, like, a what? Like, a month ago? Yeah, like, We had heavy requests. Yeah, there was quite a few people that wanted us to do this, especially with December coming up. They were like, have you seen Santa Jaws? Or, like, have you heard of it? Mm Mm-hmm. And after and, watching that trailer, I mean, I was a hundred percent sold. I was like, "We have oh, to yeah. do this movie." We've we've known that we were going to do this movie since October, so <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Um, but Santa Jaws is a 2018 film mm-hmm. um, about exactly what you guys think it's about. It is a Giant, it's a, well, it's not a giant shark. It's just like a great white shark. I mean, it pretty, it's pretty big. It's a pretty jaw-sized yeah, shark. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is a jaw-sized shark that wears a Santa hat on its fin and <laughs> can just snatch people. And it's like one of what is she's like the the smartest, the most powerful, and has an insatiable hunger for human flesh is basically <laughs> how Santa Jaws is described. And if you homies are interested in checking this out, it is currently on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. for, so for free. Very so. convenient. You know, mm-hmm. part of me almost feels like this movie is like the spiritual successor to Deep Blue Sea. This is like the it's like the <laughs> fan fiction of what would have happened if that shark had made it out of Deep Blue Sea and somehow found its way to the poor. <laughs> Poor town of Port City where this is taking mm-hmm. place. Yeah, I know. I wish, I wish that like they could figure out a way to somehow combine Deep Blue Sea and this this movie. Basically, actually, I just want to see LL Cool J <laughs> battling Santa Jaws. It's the oh my god! That's the showdown that we need. We need that showdown. Yes, and have like a Christmas remix version of Deepest, Deepest Blues. Jingle yes. jangle. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. That's all I want to see now. <laughs> so if we could, I don't know, if we could figure something out for that, then that would be great because there is no sequel to Santa Jaws, as far as I know. Yeah, and as far this as could I know. be the sequel. I don't know. I feel like LL Cool J is going to be a hard sell on another shark movie. Do you think so? I don't know. Do you I don't do you think LL Cool J would do another shark movie this many years after Deep Blue Sea? Like do you think he'd really be down? Oh yeah. I don't know. Cuz it could be like a Sharknado type situation where he's like, "Yeah, whatever. Like I'm at this point in my career, why not?" Yeah, I was like, "I'm bored. That it's could be quarantine. Fun. I'm not doing anything else." Yeah. I don't know. LL, what are you thinking? Let us know. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead, drop us a DM. Drop uh, us a line. Let us know. <laughs> all right, let, let, let's hop into this because I, I really want to talk about this movie. Okay. Um, so, okay. 
Uh, oh, as always, homies, we're entering spoiler territory. So you were warned, just so you know. But Santa Jaws, the 2018, directed by Misty Taylor, written by Jake Kernan, starring Reed Miller, Courtney Lauren, Courtney Lauren Cummings, Han Tran, Jim Clock, Carrie Laser, and Arthur Mariquin, I think. Um, but the synopsis. <clears throat> In a world where even the most jolly of men succumb to darkness, Santa Claus ravages the town of Port City on his quest for Christmas blood. Jenna is trapped on the docks as Santa brandishes his Christmas tree, poised to finish her off and toss her body into the shark-infested waters below. But before he can serve the finishing blow, Casey, our hero, armed with a shotgun, appears on the docks to confront the evil Santa Claus. A melee ensues with Santa and Casey trading a flurry of blows before Casey musters all of his Christmas might and drop kicks Santa into the dangerous waters where his evil rampage comes to an end as he is mauled by the very sharks he planned to feed. Roll credits. Nah, I'm just playing. This is the climax of our main character, Cody, and his best friend Steve's prized comic, Santa Jaws. The two young men have their eyes set on making a name for themselves in the comic book world, but that dream is cut short when Cody gets in trouble over a school prank and is grounded by his parents. Armed with teen angst and a magic pen given to him by his pop-pop, Cody inks his anger down in a drawing of Santa Jaws. Little does he know, this small act of rage releases Santa Jaws onto the town where it begins hunting the residents and Cody's family. Realizing what he's done, Cody and his friends arm themselves with Christmas weaponry and clash at the docks with Santa Jaws. After several casualties and way too many one-liners, Cody and Santa Jaws square up in a final showdown where he must use the power of the pen to defeat his Christmas creation. And then, they all lived happily ever after. Roll credits. Okay, so I have two little like fun fact tidbits before we get into oh hit me with them what's up our breakdown so first of all the director of this did you look into like what else she's done i actually didn't i'm gonna be honest but what what, what is there <laughs> interestingly enough she has done like all around her directing because she mainly does like editing on movies mm-hmm the majority of the movies around her directing Santa Jaws were either Christmas movies or shark movies, and they're all like made for TV movies. But she's done like Ghost Shark, Shark Island, Ozark Sharks, Mississippi <laughs> River Sharks. <laughs> and then she did Christmas in Mississippi, The Christmas Contract, Hometown Christmas, Christmas in Louisiana, A Christmas Wish. And then like Santa Jaws was the thing that broke them up. It's like she did all shark movies and then she did Santa Jaws and then she did all Christmas movies. <laughs> I just thought that that was kind of interesting. <laughs> that is super um, interesting. Did she just like put down her, like either she loved doing shark movies or she hated doing shark movies. One of the two must have led to the creation of Santa Jaws. Yeah. I feel like she was like, oh man, I just like, I really want to segue into Christmas, but how can I do this seamlessly? 
wait a minute. She's like, what if I threw a Santa hat on a shark? <laughs> and I, I used that as my way of getting into Christmas movies. And she did, because now she just has done like six Christmas movies since this movie. And to be fair, this movie, it really does. It does feel kind of like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It does. It does. So I can see how she could use this as like, hey, guys, look how good I am at like at directing Christmas movies. Oh, definitely. I was going to say that, like, throughout a lot of this movie, I got a lot of Home Alone vibes watching this. Like, it almost felt Mm -hmm. like a shark infested love letter to Home Alone for me because it had a lot of this. It had a lot of similar kind of setup and plot devices, I felt like. Um Minus the like traps, the trapped house is more of just like a trap dock, and then mm-hmm. you know replace all the wacky items with Christmas items. But yeah. like the whole idea of like this kid who's scorned by his family, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I wish everybody was gone." And then the Christmas spirit's like, "All right, bet," and then brings a giant yeah. shark to start eating all of his family. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I could totally see her being like, "No, guys, look at this." look at this christmas movie okay disregard the shark but isn't this like kind of good and they're probably like yeah sure you can do some christmas movies (laughs) um and then my other thing is the actor that plays papa richie montgomery so while i was watching this i was like dude this guy's voice sounds so familiar i was thinking the same thing i was like why do i know this man and i figured it out i so He was one of the stars and one of my family's favorite made-for-TV, like, sci-fi movies, which is Ragin' Cajun Redneck Alligators. (laughs) He is in that movie. (laughs) And I recognize his voice from that movie because my dad quotes that movie to me fairly often. And he's always quoting that guy's lines specifically because of how he said them was so ridiculous. Uh And my dad quotes that all the time. And so, and he like, he was just talking to me the other day and he quoted that movie and he said, hey, when are you gonna talk about that movie on your podcast? And then he's in this movie. And I, I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And also they called him Papa Joe in the movie and that's what we call my dad. So I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, whoa, this is blowing my mind. But yeah, those are my two little fun facts. Maybe that's a sign that we got it. What was the title of that movie again? One more time. For Raging, me and Cage- <laughs> Raging Cajun Redneck Gators. Oh my goodness. I feel like I have to watch that. I have not been able to find it since I first watched it. It used to come on sci-fi a lot. It's probably on Amazon. I not, I say that as if I've been like scouring the earth for it. Mm. I haven't really looked for it that hard. It's probably on Amazon. But yeah, we definitely have to do that one in the future. Okay. <laughs> well, that's definitely not where I've seen him before. <laughs> like, I, oh, I'm, okay. not, I'm not even sure like where I recognize him from. He just has a very like recognizable face. And it could mm-hmm. just be because he kind of looks like Santa Claus. Like maybe I was just he like, does. has he been Santa in a different movie? I think that's what my brain was going towards. It's like, I feel like I've seen this man and that particular beard in a different film, but I can't yeah. quite place it. No, yeah. He definitely has one of those faces where you're kind of almost like, you've been in things, but then you look up the things and you're like, what are, what are those I've things? I've never seen any of these things before. So yeah, I could totally see that. Um, I feel like you're going to be actually a little bit surprised 
that I didn't enjoy this movie as much as I thought I was going to. Oh, really? Yes, which I, f- I know I say that I'm like, I'm basically trash for these kinds of movies. I love them usually. Mm-hmm. Like these, you know, kind of silly um, horror films. But I don't know. Yeah. I just you weren't vibing with this one? I wasn't in. Yeah, I just wasn't as into it as I was expecting I was going to be. And maybe I just went in with real. Like maybe I went in and oh, already thought, oh, I'm going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. So then when it wasn't exactly what I was thinking, I immediately was kind of like, oh, well, OK. But yeah, I don't know. I I found my attention being lost, defi- especially in the last 45 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. OK. Well, let's start with what you enjoyed about the movie cuz I'm still I'm still forming my opinion on the movie. Like I'm still yeah, I'm still I'm still figuring out how I feel about this movie. But what are some of the things that you liked about the movie and then we'll go into criticisms. Okay, well first of all, this movie kind of feels like a goosebumps episode, but like a gorier version of a Goosebumps episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. the whole premise of it is just straight out of, like, Goosebumps to me. Like, this idea that this kid who's a comic book artist gets this pen where if you have the right intentions when you... you Well, I mean, despite what your intentions are, it can bring your comics to life, yeah. right? I but like if they- you have... Oh, go ahead. No, I, was gonna say, I feel like whatever that whole, like, if you use it for good, it's okay. But if you use it for bad, it's not okay. I feel like they threw that shit out the window, like, halfway through. And it just brings shit to life. Like, I don't know why they even added that in there. Yeah. And I think that was meant to be that it does always bring what you want to life. Mm-hmm. But I guess that it's one of those things where, like, if you have bad intentions when you're using it, then whatever you bring to life is always gonna be like evil like, or something like that. It's always gonna backfire in some way. I, okay, is yeah, I get that. What I thought they were trying to get at, I don't know. But yeah, it's like this kid, he finds his pen, he draws this thing because he's mad at his family and this evil thing that, yeah, then comes to life and it's so ridiculous. It's like <laughs> this shark that wears the Santa hat and then it like, the shark swims through Christmas lights, so it's like wrapped up in Christmas lights. It's getting, and then it gets, it's progressively it, more dressed like a Christmas tree throughout yeah, the movie. It's I getting more and that. more festive I throughout the movie. I fucking love that. It was so stupid, but I loved it. It's like every 20 minutes, it got more and more jolly. I was like, what the fuck? Is yeah, going? it did. And it was like so Christmas themed. Everything about this shark, because yeah, it's like, it's wrapped in Christmas lights. It, it gets bells caught on its tail. So you, anytime you hear the bells, the jingle bells, you can hear it coming. And then, <laughs> then, yeah, you have to, you can only harm it with Christmas things, Christmas weapons. And then the, it's drawn to Christmas things. So it's like if you're sitting on the dock eating a gingerbread man, then it'll be drawn to you. And then as the (laughs) i like how in the end so our main character cody he like him and his brother are like okay what can i draw to defeat it and the brother's like get rid of all of its teeth so they get rid of all of its teeth but then it just knocks over christmas ornaments and chews the christmas ornaments up and then it has like 
yeah yeah and then he's like he's like impale it so cody draws this giant um candy Candy cane (laughs) and it impales the shark but then really it just gives the shark a really sharp horn like a candy cane horn that sticks out of the water so then he can start impaling people (laughs) on his horn it's just like (laughs) it was like the pimp my ride of sharks like every every couple of minutes this shark got a new set of rims and then some leather seats attached (laughs) yeah exhibit was like we know that you love candy canes so we threw a candy cane horn on top of the shark and cody was like oh fuck that's sick (laughs) so like i yeah i liked that whole obviously the store you know you watch santa jaws because it's santa jaws like that's what draws you to the movie so that whole thing was great um you know i enjoyed the whole story of cody like i enjoyed following cody yeah you know like i liked his character and i liked following him trying to figure out what to do now that (laughs) this crazy thing is happening Mm -hmm. um and for what this movie is it's it actually is like it's a legit movie like when it first started i was like oh they had some money for this movie it looks good and like of course santa jaws looks it's a cgi shark i mean it, what do you expect it, i i almost think that it's one of the things that kind of shot it in the foot is like the rest of the movie is actually shot so well that every yeah. time we get cg shark it's like bruh bruh <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's like if you took a 2018 movie and just continually slapped it with the 90s just like have a 90s shark have an early 2000s yeah. shark i feel like the the sharks in fucking deep blue sea looked more realistic than the cg shark oh, man for sure uh, but i mean i feel like that's part of the charm of like these movies is you expect for the creature to look fairly shitty yeah so like i you know i was expecting i was like okay either Santa Jaws is going to be horribly CGI'd or it's going to be like a fake shark that is going to be like obviously floating through the water. And they do kind of do that at one point because they think that they're killing Santa Jaws, but then it ends up being um, like an alligator. Mm -hmm. And when it floats up, it's so obviously like a a fake alligator that is just like floating up to the top because it's like weightless. It looks <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> And like they shoot it, it looks like it got shot with a paintball gun like in its forehead. Yeah. <laughs> this has got this little, yeah. little splash of red paint on this little alligator mannequin. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you guys yeah. tried. That's cute." <laughs> <laughs> I liked how ridiculous all of the the deaths are because obviously Santa Jaws can't leave the water, so they have to keep finding these reasons for people to get close enough to the water that's like the shark can be able to kill it. Yeah. And like, so every time, and I mean, you can, you already know every time someone's about to die. And I do like that they killed, they killed off people I wasn't expecting them to kill off really early. Like for the grandpa, I thought he was gonna be more of a factor. Oh no, yeah. He's the first one to die. Also, he like dies his right death, away. <laughs> his death, I I definitely had to rewind that part like three times because I couldn't get enough of watching it. <laughs> because it just <laughs> looks so ridiculous. You're just sitting at the dock, 
drinking eggnog for whatever fucking reason and <laughs> he's like yeah, reaching over he's like cody and then the cg shark just grabs <laughs> all of his body except his shoes and just yeets that shit into the water like with the quickness i was like what like i jumped out of my seat when it happened i was like are you serious right now? It's so funny because I thought that they weren't. I thought they were going to do like a fake out. You know, when they do that thing where they're it's like you think that that's when the shark's going to eat them, but it's not Mm -hmm. like that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to grab the thermos and be fine. And then the scene would continue. But nope, (laughs) they got got grandpa quick. Real quick. Which hurt me too because and I love I love Pop Pop. Pop Pop was awesome. He was the Pop jolliest was thing I've ever yeah. seen. I know. He was. I I did like his character. I wish we <laughs> wish we got more of him. Um and also they I feel like they talked about eggnog a lot in this movie. Yeah. Did you get that vibe? There was a lot I mean, of, there was a lot of everybody eggnog was talk. drinking eggnog. Yeah. Everybody. And like the guy at the comic book store, Clark. He kept pulling out that like jug of eggnog that he had. And I was like, do you have a fridge to store this eggnog, sir? Or has it been sitting on your counter all day? (laughs) Where are you pulling this eggnog? I just imagined it being like warm and curdled. And because I'm like the way that he had it, he just kept setting it down on the counter. I was like, you know, you have to refrigerate that eggnog right i mean i guess i guess if you don't have to like i know alcohol like when you buy eggnog at the liquor store Mm -hmm. it's already warm Mm -hmm. but i'm assuming because he's trying to give it to children that it's not alcoholic eggnog it's probably regular eggnog which does need to be refrigerated so i don't know clark was questionable though so he might have been giving them alcoholic eggnog i don't know yeah right i mean clark was kind of a creep but (laughs) clark was also the kind of character that wouldn't know that you had to refrigerate eggnog in the first place (laughs) like he's definitely the kind of character that would have been like oh what this goes bad yeah yeah where he has he has like excessive diarrhea all day he's like (laughs) dude that's so weird man i don't know all I've been doing is drinking eggnog and like <laughs> for some reason my tummy is upset. It's like, yeah, Clark. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the story of this is because the acting is it's what it is. It is it, what it, it is. It is guys. what like, it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, <laughs> there we're not going to be getting any 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 Oscars, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> but it like I, I that is also to be expected in this movie but like i said I cody mean, yes. is actually pretty freaking good yeah he's uh what's his name uh, reed miller he did he did a really good job um with mm-hmm. that character and like i mean it's called santa jaws right so like it's one of those movies where like you kind of know what you're getting into the moment you start this movie up like it's called santa jaws which i'm like first off fucking fucking amazing title like i before we even watched the trailer when someone said santa jaws was a movie i was already sold because yeah it's like it's it's so such simple wordplay yet so satisfying and Mm. honestly this i think if it wasn't for the like the first five minutes of this movie I wouldn't have been able to sit and make it through 
because I loved that opening sequence so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I cannot explain to you how much I love the opening of this movie with evil Santa pointing a Christmas tree at, mm-hmm. at this girl in the docks and then being confronted with a shotgun. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I loved my favorite line of the whole movie was when Santa goes, you better watch out. You better not die. (laughs) (laughs) Then he kicks him off of the dock. He's like, I'll see you in jingle hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always praising the movies that we watch for their one liners. And like this movie does it way too much. Like there are so many goddamn puns and one-liners in Everything this movie. Everything is a pun, yeah. But some of those one-liners are absolute gold, and I will give it to them. You gonna shoot me like a naughty little boy? Or fight me like a man? No sugar cookies for you. You're gonna eat your words. Like yeah. they 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 have some gems, some absolute gems in here. Um, but you have to sift through a lot of just cringy, cringy, <laughs> unnecessary. Puns. Yeah, I also like the one where I can't remember who says it. It's probably uh, Steve. But when when they hear the bells, and he's like, "Bells on Shark Tales ring." <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that was probably my second favorite one i liked all the ones that were i didn't like the i wasn't a huge fan of like the fish puns and stuff oh i hate but i liked i liked the christmas ones more i'm sure honestly though i'm sure there's a couple like listeners and viewers who would love all those fish puns like Mm -hmm. i'm not the type yeah i'm not the type of person that's like wants to hear those all day but i know those people exist and if you're one of those people trust you will enjoy this movie and it's writing a lot because they just throw these puns at you at least every five minutes like you get a fish pun about every five to ten minutes on average throughout this movie Mm. what about you is there any particular things that stick out that you're like dude i love that i mean outside so outside of the beginning part and like some of the great great one-liners that were in there um i don't know like i think for me Maybe I went into this movie opposite of you where just like because it's Santa Jaws, my expectations were just so ridiculously low that I was actually impressed that they made a movie off of the premise. Like they made a movie off the premise of Santa Jaws and it's not absolute trash. Like they somehow made a story that, although questionable, I'm not going to say it's like a very... um you know literary award winning script or anything like that but it's a coherent enough story that you can follow along and you can keep up with what's happening um i don't know it was just like maybe it's because like home alone is one of my favorite christmas movies of all time and i think maybe it was just bringing out some nostalgia in me because like it had very similar vibes i don't know maybe i'm just in the christmas spirit while i was watching this that just seeing Christmas oriented horror um, kind of tickled my fancy, but mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think I just kind of watched it with a very, um, with a very soft lens. Cause like I have, 
I have a shit ton of issues with the movie. Like I have so many criticisms with the movie and Correct. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, yep, definitely. <laughs> and like, I don't by any means think it's actually a good movie. Like other, I don't think it's a good movie at all, but I have fun watching this. Like I would put this movie on my Christmas list of like movies I would watch during Christmas time. Cause like, mm-hmm. it, it's got a jolly vibe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. So like, with with criticisms, right? Like one of my criticisms is like, I enjoyed I enjoyed Pop Pop, I liked Cody, um, I liked I liked Jenna. Jenna Jenna was cool though. Like I feel yeah. like she didn't get a lot. Um, and then the brother was okay too. But then like outside of that, I hated all the rest of the characters. Like hated them. Um, <laughs> I hated his uncle and and the girlfriend um honestly steve got on my fucking nerves like his, oh my god steve like was i couldn't stand i could not stand steve um not not for like even performance or anything it's just like the character was so goddamn annoying like i was so happy when steve got eaten <laughs> i wrote it in my notes too i was like am yeah. i a bad person because i'm happy he got eaten? no it was a christmas miracle when he got eaten i <laughs> couldn't i because the whole time i was wondering i was like are any more people gonna die because we did get to a point where it was like nobody was dying anymore and, and so we were just then, left with like the main characters yeah and in my head because steve had been like so um like so involved up to this point and part of me was like i feel like that means he's not gonna die but then at the same time, I was like, ah, but maybe he will. I don't know. And then he died. Like, literally right after I thought that, he died. And I was like, dope. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's fine with me. Because, yeah, he is the main pun guy. Um, he is either complaining about something or always trying to be making fun of Cody in some way or just kind of uncomfortable and i kind of felt like the actor wasn't really sure like how to what play kind it. of a character he was supposed to be yeah because he was just seemed like he wasn't sure of like what steve was supposed to be so steve was just this weird like kind of annoying friend who i wasn't sure if i was supposed to like him or not yeah. and then out of nowhere like they're they're trying to kill this shark like all of the kids band together because they're like we need to kill this shark which cool okay dope but then there's a part where steve and josh cody's brother josh Mm -hmm. is like a a baseball player and then steve and cody are supposed to be kind of like more geeky characters i suppose but there's a part where steve and josh go off together and what the fuck was that that came out of nowhere they go off together and they get into an argument steve i'm sorry steve gets into an argument with josh basically telling off josh because he's a jock and he treats steve or josh treats steve steve and cody like they're below him and like they're dorks and all of this stuff that came out of nowhere and my problem yeah you have some sort of chip on your shoulder oh i wonder why that would be you and your friends treat me and Cody like we don't exist. When you're bored, we're chum. When have I ever gone on you, man? You and all your jock friends treat us as nerds like second-class citizens. Mocking us, making our lives hell, treating us like rejects. It's just a stereotype. What? 
what was that? <laughs> like, wrote, where did I, this come from? I wrote that shit in my notes. I was like, where did this random ass geek versus jock conflict come from? Like, they never yeah. mention it anywhere else. As far as I saw, we never got any hints of this other than Steve randomly throwing Josh shade, like, at the most random moments. And, like, Josh is pretty nice, all things considered. Like, as far as, like, yeah. jocks go with that stereotype, like, Josh is pretty damn supportive and very helpful with the group. Like, he's the first person to actually really believe his brother. Yeah. And it's like, yo, we got to listen to him. He knows what's going on. Like, he's super helpful. He's very nice to Steve as far as we see. Like, I don't think I see him ever throw any mm-hmm. shade towards Steve. But then out of nowhere, Steve just like, yeah, you always just, you're always so mean to us. And, like, you 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 treat us less than. And, like, bro, chill. Like, uh-huh. there's a... There is a mythical Christmas shark killing people right now. Like, yeah. do you think now is the time for this shit? I'm like, Steve, you need to straighten out your priorities, my guy. Because this is not this is not necessary right now. And also, why do you care what Josh thinks? That was the first time I saw them talk the whole movie. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Steve's like salty because Josh doesn't treat him with respect. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? And then five seconds later, it's like they get into this argument and then the argument get resolved, gets resolved and they're almost like, all right, now we have an understanding. And then five seconds later, Steve gets yeeted off of the dock into the <laughs> shark's mouth. I was like, what was the point of, yeah, what was the why, point of all why, that? I mean... <laughs> I feel like it was some weird, like, attempt to flip the script on that whole jock versus geek narrative because, um, I mean, Josh, when confronted, even though out of the fucking blue, when confronted about, like, oh, you're, you're a jock and, like, you just treat us like shit and all this stuff, he's like, well, I mean, you guys are super smart. Like, you have a great future ahead of you. Like, most of us are mm-hmm. probably going to drop out and not go to college after this like yeah he got hella real with him it's like dude this is literally sports is literally all i have man like get off my ass <laughs> i know it got like weirdly serious out of nowhere i was like yikes can somebody go check on josh because <laughs> uh that seemed a little bit <laughs> a little bit too real for me <laughs> mm-hmm. well one of my other favorite and air quotes favorite steve moments is did you i don't know if you noticed but like when they so i think it's after the shark gets pop pop and cody runs back to the comic book store to go talk to uh are you talking about when they dubbed over his line the the how obvious that goddamn (laughs) adr was while because like i i was listening for like two seconds and i was like wait a minute hold up his mouth is not matching these words at all. And like, as it keeps going, it just gets like worse and worse. I'm like, yo, who edited this part? Yeah, because like- it literally, it looks like anime when they like dub over <laughs> it with English actors. <laughs> like, it's so off and it sounds so like the sound of it is so obviously different than like, how cody and clark sound so you can tell he was in a room somewhere recording it in a booth yeah i wrote that i wrote that down too because yeah like like, i don't know if they just had like audio issues while they were filming that scene or whatnot but i was like y'all y'all this looks terrible i think they had some 
some ADR issues because I also don't know if you noticed this later on, but there is a part where the parents are trying to call the police. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Uh, did you notice anything weird about that scene? I don't think I was paying attention enough. But what okay. happened? So the parents are calling the police, and the police answer. The a woman answers the phone mm-hmm. and is talking to the mom. And while the mom is trying to explain what's going on, the dad keeps saying, "What's he saying? What's he saying?" <laughs> and then the police officer hangs up on the mom, and the mom says, "He just hung up the phone on me." Oh wait, so I really? Think, oh, I, I swear, didn't notice that. I even went back to make sure it was a woman on the phone, and I turned on my captions, and it said, "Woman." So what I think must have happened is that they obviously have to like do a voiceover for the phone call. They probably mm-hmm. either forgot it was supposed to be a man and just had a woman record the lines really quickly, or maybe mm-hmm. they just had had recorded that way and then forgot to change it, or whatever happened. It was a mistake, though, and <laughs> ended up in the movie. So I think they were just having some like ADR issues. I maybe. wonder if maybe they just had to get shit out, like they just had to hurry up and yeah. finish and get it out or something. I don't know. But, I mean, on the topic, though, can we talk about these fucking parents? Can we talk about these parents for a second? Oh, my God. Yeah, we sh- we can. We we can talk about them. <laughs> What's their names? I, can- I didn't even write their names now. Mom and dad. Um. So Peter. Yeah, mom and dad. So it's Peter and I think Car- I think Carolyn. I think the mom is Carolyn. Okay. I, I, I viewed her as just mom. Yeah. Um. Because I was just annoyed. I was annoyed with her the entire movie. Like the entire fucking time like i i think one of the reasons why cody comes across as such like a fair character i think it's very easy to like follow cody and like see his motivations because his family kind of fucking sucks like outside of josh Mm -hmm. and like i feel like josh throws him like a little bit of like older brother whatever like uh i'm your big brother bleh but like the rest of his family is like genuinely just kind of shitty like for one um like so he gets in trouble for drawing a picture that's not even like that offense like he draws like a little caricature of like the principal at his school Mm -hmm. and his mom not only calls him out in front of the whole fucking family about it but then it's like all right you're also grounded for a week for this like he drew a picture like get off his nuts and then after he like he sneaks out with his grandpa to go to the docks and then grandpa dies like he comes back and he's like hey grandpa's dead and like no one even considers mm-hmm. going to check if grandpa's still there they just immediately or specifically the moms immediately just like how i can't even believe you would do this on christmas like telling all these lies about your grandpa that loves you so much like yo at least go check well, on the damn and grandpa then, and <laughs> like, then the mom is like I'm going to go talk to Pop-Pop right now. And the dad's like, don't even bother. I'm like, why not? 
it would take her two seconds to just go into the house and realize that pop pop's not there so like why not why are you acting like that's such a crazy thing to say and why because they try and justify it by saying like oh well cody always lies like he always makes up these outlandish lies right but Mm-hmm. Has he ever lied about a member of his family dying? Especially a member <laughs> of his family that he obviously has a great relationship with. Like him and Papa get along very well. So it's like, has he ever made up a lie like that before? Oh, no? Then maybe you should check into this. And also, you don't think it's weird that Cody just like ran all the way home from somewhere that like he... because. You know, they get they got up early that morning. They got up at like 5 a.m. to go fishing. Cody's like Mm -hmm. running back home out of breath and says that he just got attacked over at the docks where they were fishing. You know that it's their Christmas Eve tradition to go fishing. What is not computing for you guys? Like, why is that so crazy to them? I didn't get that. I feel like they could have like made it a little bit more believable that they maybe wouldn't have believed him in that moment. Yeah, because it's just like, even if you didn't believe him, like, the fact that you wouldn't at least go check is like, how much do you care about Papa? Yeah. Like, you... They all left him at the house, too. Even if that was the, what they think, if they thought that's what they were doing, why would you all just leave him at the house by himself? Everybody in the family was going to the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so even later on in the film, after they've seen the fucking shark like everything that cody says has been proven like they've seen the shark they've seen it try to attack like they know it exists and then cody goes to him for fucking help and they still don't want to listen to cody after he's like bruh i made the fucking shark and they're like no 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 it's global warming so i'm like y'all there is a shark with a christmas hat roaming Mm. around in your port waters exactly like the have y'all never read your son's comic book like i'm no like how is it so hard for you guys to believe him like regardless of how ridiculous the story sounds with the amount with the death toll at that point in the movie along with everything they've seen it just like blows my mind that they're still like having trouble letting cody lead the pack when he's like yo i know what this shit is yeah and they're like let the police handle it i'm like oh the police that just hung up on you when you tried to call for help yeah for sure let them handle it and then out of them all the mom is the worst yes 100 percent. because then at so at the end of the movie (laughs) cody and his family are the only people left alive out of like their group of people and so they like rig together this turkey catapult that they're like using to try they like put uh stuff into the turkey to make like gunpowder or something like yeah so that the shark will put it in its mouth and then they can shoot the shark and make it explode so deep blue sea (laughs) interesting ll did you have anything to add (laughs) mr cool j would you like to (laughs) give us your input so yeah they have this whole thing put together through, it obviously goes wrong. So in the process of trying to kill the shark, both Josh and the dad get killed. So Cody and the mom are obviously shook. They're sitting there trying to pull themselves together. And Cody's like, oh, my magical pen. I can bring them back. And the mom snatches the pen out of his hand 
and tells him to like forget about it there's nothing you can do but like starts yelling at cody and basically tells him to like he she basically says fuck this pen and then like the then she drops it and then the pen almost rolls into the water so then she goes down to get it and of course she gets killed by (laughs) by santa jaws but i love like the mom's death i think they knew that she was like an annoying character because they definitely made her death the worst like it looks the most painful out of everybody's death it could it could it could (laughs) have been that you know honestly they could have been aware because yeah her death fucking sucked like every everyone else i actually wrote that too because this seemed like a thing with the shark this shark like to one shot people like this shark Mm -hmm. takes you in one gulp like it's just like yum and it gets you but she (laughs) got she got the slow chew like it slowly like chewed from her legs like all the way up yeah. to her fucking head and we watched all of it i was like yeah i would feel worse if you weren't such an asshole throughout this entire fucking yeah. movie because i think if she had been anybody else we would have been like oh god this is like unfortunate but since it was her it was, was kind of like okay whatever but yeah she it's like slowly taking her in like bite by bite and there's like blood coming out of her mouth and she's like screaming she's like cody like cody's not <laughs> screaming a fuck. he's just and working Sco- on the yeah. and cody's up there like tapping his pen to his mouth like hmm, hmm. what can i draw <laughs> like how do i beat this thing with the screams behind <laughs> yeah it's so funny how like all of the deaths are kind of insignificant to cody it's like he never really no, not even not even just him just everybody like nobody seemed to like get phased by people dying like but specifically cody like after papa dies cody goes back to the house and is just like eating snacks and like yeah, pacing in the kitchen like hmm, this true. is very strange and then like uncle mike and and his girlfriend get killed in front of cody and he's just like back to the drawing board you know no, like everybody- no, no, no. the mike <laughs> the uncle mike one was the fucking worst like someone was just like uncle mike is missing cody Santa Jaws and just moves yeah. on with his fucking yeah. life. He doesn't, he doesn't think about Uncle Mike for more than like That's a single not, second before he moves the fuck on. A single fuck. And like the person that he gives the most reaction to is Steve, mm-hmm. which what the heck? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you actually liked Steve. My bad. So right. yeah, he like reacts the most for Steve's death. But as far as his family goes, Anytime any of them die, he's just kind of like, hmm, quite the predicament we find ourselves in. Like, (laughs) Cody, (laughs) I I get that you're like, have some issues with your family, but (laughs) my guy. There goes another one. Yeah. All right. How to beat Santa (laughs) Joss. Yeah. (laughs) Are we going to talk about Elfman? Do you want to talk about Elfman? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Elfman. Apparently, that was the stunt coordinator. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I thought Um, that was kind of funny. That honestly going back to your original question that might have been my favorite part of the whole fucking movie <laughs> that might have been my absolute favorite part all right homies they literally put <laughs> i i don't know if it was just like they looked at the stunt coordinator and i was like hey do you want to see in the movie like do you want to just be in there um because this man dressed full-on in elf clothing for no reason for no reason we've never seen this character throughout the rest of the movie and this is like halfway through the movie no idea who this character is he is put into the movie 100 percent just to die like he sits mm. at the dock he's like was he like eating a sandwich but like he's sitting there eating and then santa jaws is like heading his way and so first off 
Sanjaz pushes a boat into this man so hard that it severs both of his legs from underneath him, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, now his legs, we, we see his legs, like, drop into the water, and then Cody and his friends are, like, on the other side of the dock, and so they're heading... <laughs> <laughs> they're they're heading in that direction and then all of a sudden we're with cody and them and then the camera pans over and we, and we, just, we see the elf dude just like wailing his arms and walking towards them on his cgi stump leg on his stubs <laughs> And he's like, my legs, my, my leg, legs, my leg. I was thinking fucking SpongeBob the whole <laughs> My leg. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the yeah. way he's just like waving my his legs. Arms. Oh my God. And he's like, wo like wobbling over to them. And they're all three of the kids are just, just staring at him in horror. And then... And then Santa Jaws jumps out of the <laughs> jumps out of the water and grabs him and gulps him down. Oh my god! I, it's yo, so out of no, it's so random. Oh I my god! In the so hard, I laughed shot, so fucking hard. The shot of his legs inside of the water because it's like the boat severs them, and then we go under the water and we see them floating in the water. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, and they're just like falling down and it looked like there was like hot dogs inside of them <laughs> to try it looked like they just stuck like hot dogs that were cut in the middle to try and like look like 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 I don't flesh know. <laughs> yeah like flesh or i don't know what it was supposed to be but uh that yo that shit tickled me dude it was, it was <laughs> i was not expecting i was not expecting <laughs> the other the other thing i wasn't expecting too is like so I feel like the director must be just a fan of a lot of different movies because I was getting Lord of the Rings vibes hella halfway oh through the movie God. with this goddamn pen. Uh, <laughs> I know. I wrote that too. I said, what is this Lord of the Rings? Because, <laughs> yeah, there's... We had never... this. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we get this idea that the pen can control you because... So once they finally realize that it's the pen that has brought Santa Jaws to life. Josh is like, well, why don't we just use the pen like to to get rid of it? And Cody's like, oh yeah, dope. But he can't find the pen because he dropped it at the comic book store. So Clark finds it and decides that he doesn't want to give Cody the pen back. So he like draws himself a girlfriend. He draws himself a new car. He draws himself like a bunch of money. And they go on this huge chase after him and he like threatens to drop the pen in the water and all this stuff. And Cody's like, this isn't you. The pen is making you do this. And I was like, no kind of golem bullshit. This, has ne <laughs> this has not been a thing at all in this movie. This idea that the pen has this intense power over you. Nothing happened. Cody never felt that way. And now all of a sudden Clark is like, obsessed with this precious <laughs> i was like what is this what is what do you mean it, it i was, was i was half expecting to start talking to him so i was like yo what the fuck is going on i know and then fucking all right so and then just because we're on that part too jenna you've been such a smart character up until this point like he's he's threatening to drop the pen to the water which i'm like first off 
what a weird fucking threat because like that's the thing yeah. you're trying to protect so you're like uh, I'll, I'll toss it in the water like bitch no you won't and then yeah. so in an attempt to stop him because he's like in a, a little boat and he's trying to just get away into the port where what is he gonna do just sit on the boat for the rest of his life like i'm kind of confused what his like full plan here was of like he was yeah. just gonna float away into this body of water that the town surrounds on all sides all right, right. cool. but then jenna's like all right i got this shit and like runs down the dock and jumps at him to grab the pen like out of his hand but pushes both himself and herself into the water like I feel like this was a counter. This was not the right way to approach this. And, like, granted, because of plot, like, yeah, she manages to get the pen. But, like, what if you just knock that shit into the water just then? Like, Right. Well, and they keep the the entire movie. All we really know about Jenna is, like, because Cody has she's like his neighbor. She just moved there and Cody has a crush on her. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that we know about her is that she does track and she's apparently super fast. The entire time I was expecting that to come back in some way. And so this is the moment I was like, oh, she's going to run. She's going to book it, run super fast and grab the pen. Mm -hmm. She ran so slow. She like <laughs> basically like you know, runs in slow motion. Clark had plenty of time to react and just decided not to. And then, so then they're, they're in the water and I'm like, okay, well maybe she's like a super fast swimmer. Maybe she's gonna get away from the shark. You know, I'm like, why do they keep talking about how fast she is? Like, Forrest Gump who? I like, that's <laughs> what I felt like the whole time. I was like, okay, she's fast, I, whatever. That's gonna come back to help us. Nope, she gets eaten by the shark. She can't outswim the shark. She can't run fast enough to get the, the pen really the only thing that she like is really good at is the thing with the weapons like she has really good aim with the weapons yeah. but even that has nothing to do with track like what did those two things have to do with each other are she just supposed to be really good at everything mm -hmm. and that's I, why she could i, aim I guess like she's supposed to be like the commando of the group like she's the most athletic she's the most dangerous of them but didn't seem like it when you know, she got gobbled up in a single bite. How did you how did you feel about the ending of this movie and the resolution? Before we even get into the ending, this is mm -hmm. <laughs> because the last 45 minutes of this movie were a slog for me to get through. And my biggest issue with and my biggest reason for that is because it's a lot of it's like a wild goose chase. It's like the parents are trying to find the kids. The kids are trying to find the parents. They keep missing each other. The kids are trying to find Santa Jaws. They try and kill Santa Jaws. They can't. They go back to the comic store. They go back to the pier. They like, you know, like it's just a lot of people going places mm -hmm. and always missing each other for, I'm not even joking, like 30 minutes. That's what it was. Cause I had a note that said, finally, Jesus Christ. And that's when the parents and the kids finally reunited. That was my note. That's true. That's very <laughs> because true. It was so long. So we get all of this, right? So the entire time, I'm like, just use the pen, Cody. Yeah. Use the pen. Draw something. It doesn't matter. You could draw anything. And Cody keeps making up these excuses like, oh, well, I can't draw this because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, just draw the shark exploding into a million pieces. Like, 
just sit down. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to draw it. Just sit down, think about it, and draw it, and you can kill the shark. Mm-hmm. He refuses to do this for some reason, which results in everybody dying. And then even with that, I was like, just draw all of them. Yeah, draw your entire draw family and they'll again. be back to life. Yeah, draw them all again and start from the beginning. The fact that all Cody had to do was set the page on fire <laughs> and that killed Santa Jaws. Disturbed me. <laughs> I was disturbed. I was like, that that's it? That was so simple. So then in that case, couldn't he have just ripped the pages in half? Couldn't he have just done Probably. he could have done anything to destroy the page? Probably. I, I part of me was like, just stab the pen through the page. Like Mm. something do anything to the page and drop it uh, yeah. drop it in the water <laughs> drop it, it in the water yeah like uh, something i don't care just figure figure it out and i was right yeah all he had to do is do something to the page and then he wakes up because he's he let so right before he sets the page on fire he makes one of the he writes at the top of the page like whoever kills santa Claus gets one christmas wish and then he writes a little like word bubble that says i wish they all came back or something mm-hmm. which that also seems so extra and unnecessary mm-hmm. i'm like dude couldn't you have just written c- considering that everything you write and draw now comes true couldn't you have just written like because in the end we find out that everybody wakes up on Christmas morning and nobody remembers what happened besides Cody. So if that was the case, then couldn't you have just written like, I wish I never got this pen or some, you know, Disney Channel movie bullshit resolution and then Mm -hmm. gone back to (laughs) Christmas Eve if the whole thing was just going to be like nobody remembered what happened anyway. I mean, I didn't just like that everybody woke up and couldn't remember. But it was also kind of weird because everybody wakes up and it's like not only do they not remember everything with Santa Jaws, but it's like they almost don't even remember that Cody got in trouble. They don't remember. It's like they don't remember anything that happened on Christmas Eve because they tell him they're like, didn't you go to your comic book thing yesterday? Yeah, it's like it's as if time continued like they had their full Christmas Eve and just like we didn't witness it or some shit like that. Like, I don't know, yeah. because everything takes place on Christmas Eve, but when he wakes up, it's Christmas Day. And so, right. like, the that entire day has just been erased somehow. Right. It's like it's been erased, but it also almost feels like it's been like it's like it's like a different timeline because. Yeah. Even Almost, if that yeah. day got even if that day got erased, Cody would have still gotten in trouble, wouldn't he have? And he still wouldn't have been and he still would have been grounded. Like, I don't understand I don't understand why that because that didn't happen on Christmas Eve. That happened no, the he day got before. Ground, he got grounded the, the day before Christmas Eve and right. then he went out with Pop Up on Christmas Eve. So like yeah. I, I mean I can buy that the family thought he was just in grounded mode for an entire day if time if we're saying time kept going but none of y'all checked on cody for an entire 24 hours like y'all just left him in his room that whole time but they but they even say they're even like you went to your comic book thing yesterday because he wasn't at the dinner 
he yeah. went to the comic book thing. So I'm like, so you did let him go to the comic book thing? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm I like, what? what? Yeah, yeah. Are y'all the y'all are leave it to Beaver now? It's like everybody's <laughs> like the perfect family. Cody, <laughs> the the like timer goes off on the oven for for Papa's um. Cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls and cody's like i'll go get it and everybody looks at him like that like he's never ever helped in the history of ever despite the fact that he said that he helps them every single year set up for the christmas eve dinner everybody acts like he never lifts a finger to help anybody i don't like the whole thing just felt like a totally different movie which mm-hmm. I get. I mean, that's fine. I I don't mind that it had like a happy ending, and it's a Christmas movie in the end. Yeah, you know, the, the, I don't I mind say, that. The ending is very Christmas. It is a very Christmas ending. Mm-hmm. The only person we and like yeah. So then he goes and checks on Jenna. Jenna's still alive, but she also doesn't remember. He like asks her out on a date. He doesn't check on Steve because fuck Steve. Yeah, um, I was down with that choice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's fine with me. Like. I'm sure Steve came back, but whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then he just goes and he burns Santa Jaws again because since, re- like, since it went back, Jenna still has the comic. So, yeah, he burns it again, I guess, just to get rid to of it. To make and then, sure. <laughs> yeah, to make sure it definitely never comes back. But I'm like, you have the pen. like. <laughs> and he keeps the pen, don't... too. He does... He does the Lord of the Rings at the end where he like looks at it and he's like, mm, yes, now I'm going to keep this power. I like, mean, I'm I would have kept the pen too. Yeah, no, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with the choice. <laughs> yeah. But I was just saying, it's like, I'm still getting those Lord of the Rings vibes where he's like, ah, the one pen to rule them all. <laughs> yeah. It's mine. No one else's. Yeah. yeah he, he like stares at the pen for a little while and then goes back inside and then that's where it ends. Um... Uh, it's just the whole thing with the drawing aspect was frustrating to me because I felt like they could have done like some really cool stuff with that and some really funny stuff with that. Like I, it lost the comedy like with all of the like trying to find the parent, like that whole rat race thing that I was talking about, like it wasn't mm-hmm. it lost the comedy to me like i said there's like a whole period of time where nobody dies you don't see santa jaws for like a minute and then there's also a long period of time where they're just trying to figure out how to kill santa jaws in various ways and it's like watching them fail at you what like they try like six different ways of killing this thing and all of them fail <laughs> and yeah. there's only so many times i want to watch somebody fail at killing a villain before i'm just like okay kill him already especially when you have the ultimate weapon like you have ultimate power in your hand the one thing (laughs) so when they get when they give santa jaws his horn right i'm just Mm -hmm. like so you watch yourself manifest a literal giant candy cane out of thin air which you then impaled the shark with First off, that's on you for drawing it on his forehead like a goddamn horn. <laughs> yeah. Like he said, impale the shark, not upgrade the shark. And yet you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just draw a little, you know, narwhal addition to my shark mm-hmm. here. Regardless of whether or not that worked, 
you saw in that moment that you can manifest literally anything with a pen and your Mm -hmm. choice is to all right let's stop doing this (laughs) like what yeah and i'm like okay we'll just continue like trying stuff yeah (laughs) well and also they they say at the very beginning the issue that steve and cody are having is they can't find an ending to their comic so the entire time i was expecting that cody was gonna draw an ending and that would kill santa jaws but Mm -hmm. that doesn't even happen because in my head i'm like okay we'll just keep drawing in your comic like we see multiple times in the comic there's like that group from that from the beginning shot it's like there's a whole group of them that apparently fight santa jaws i was like why don't you draw them have them come into the real world none of that i want honestly i wonder if they were gonna add that and then just cut it later on because they definitely framed it like we were gonna get some like superhero versus santa jaws shit towards the end and then we just ended up with a turkey catapult Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if yeah. that was just scrapped for time and budget, but like there was definitely a lot of setup for that to lead to basically nothing. Yeah, that would have been and that would have been cool. And even if it's like not that, I just expected him to draw some kind of an ending. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have just killed Santa Jaws. And then we would have gotten more stuff with the pen and it would have made more. It wouldn't have been such a like, are you fucking serious? You could have just ripped the page the entire time and called it a day um so yeah that was like the only thing about the ending that was frustrating i didn't mind the like the ending ending i didn't mind with like the whole family coming back and everything it was Mm -hmm. more so that the solution was that easy the entire time and cody just didn't think to ever do anything with the comic like didn't think to ever try and destroy the comic that is the only thing keeping Santa Jaws alive. Like he never thought, oh, what if I tried this? <sighs> well, everyone yeah, had to die that. and suffer before you get to, <laughs> got to that point, I guess, Cody, but that's fine. But hey, going this route though, we did get to see the mom get chomped up and you know what? <laughs> yeah. Slightly worth, slightly fucking worth. I also love how the dad saw Josh get impaled and dragged down to the depths below and still decided to jump in the water after him and then promptly realized his mistake and then <laughs> and tried to turn around. Back. I was Yo, like, I why did you jump notes. in the <laughs> I wrote my notes, Peter, what was your plan? <laughs> like, yeah. What were you gonna do? Like Like it wasn't even a case of like, oh, he was in the water and got dragged down. He got stabbed through the <laughs> through the stomach and pulled into the water. Even if he didn't get eaten, he's already fucking dead. Like, what? What? What do you think yeah. was gonna happen? You were gonna pull you him out of there? the water. Yeah, it's like he's definitely gonna die regardless. And yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, swim after Santa Jaws and rip your son off of its candy cane horn? Like, you didn't even take a weapon with you. <laughs> okay, and- wait. Before I was gonna say before we like fully end off, mm-hmm. um, there was. So there was one thing that I couldn't let go. And it was the fact that how I'm so upset that the parents were able to like halfway through the movie, like after they realized that the shark was real and they're like, all right, you know what? We're going to kill this shark our fucking selves. So they just pull like an assault rifle from like out of their closet 
mm-hmm. they're just running around Port City with with this gun with just a gun that they things. also point at the fucking uh, comic book dude. Yeah, and I'm just like no one's saying anything to this family. If this ain't some white privilege, I was shook it. But because it's not like it's not like a small gun, like it is a large assault rifle. And they're just walking around. They're walking through the docks willy nilly. They're walking into different buildings, being like, "Have you seen our son? Have you seen our kids?" And like, nobody's gonna stop this family with this well, gun. And that's funny because they like try and excuse why everybody, like, why there's nobody around. They're like, "Oh, all of the police and everybody in this town is getting ready for the Christmas boat parade." But the entire movie takes place at the pier where all of the boats are and nobody's there. So I was like, where are they getting ready? Where are they setting up the festival at? Like, are they going to be pulling the boats through the streets? Like, I guess (laughs) I was just like, okay, I mean, sure, maybe. And I'm sure that they probably were doing some kind of a because the way that they kept talking about it in the movie it seemed like there was going to be a party that day so maybe there was like a festival in the town but i'm like nobody's at the pier there's a boat parade tomorrow on christmas day and nobody's at the pier getting ready for that besides elf man and then cody's family i guess so i guess i guess yeah i guess all the police were just at, which he does like because cl- Clark says because earlier on Jenna's like let's call the police and Clark's like all of them are setting up for the festival it's like all of them every yeah. single police officer in this town is at the festival huh they're not trying so to basically keep the, any day, crime the down? day before the festivals basically the purge like all <laughs> yeah. criminal activity is fine because no one is working they're all off all right should we rate it is it time <laughs> yeah Let's rate it. Um, show should we rate it out of candy canes? We could rate it out of um, elf legs. <laughs> yes, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for elf legs. Okay. Um, so I would give this movie two elf legs out of five. Um, okay. For very obvious reasons. <laughs> This is not the best movie. Um, the writing is is questionable, and the acting is what it is. Um, and even though I gave it a two, I will stay. I will still say this movie started my December off right, and I think definitely put me in the Christmas mood regardless. And like, even though I think it's a bad movie, I can totally see myself rewatching this movie um, during Christmas time just because. Yeah. Okay. I will also give this a two um, elf legs because <laughs> I like it's so, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's like I like it, but I don't like it. And for Santa Jaws and like what it is, I like that. And I do, like I said, it just kind of feels like one like long goosebumps episode to me, which is great, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is fun. But yeah that like second half of it i i feel like i have this problem with movies a lot where like the first half i'm in it and then the second half kind of like lets me down yeah um but it's the production of it this is the thing the production of it was way better than i was expecting but i think that maybe 
it's one of those things where it was like it was too good for a cheesy movie like like yeah. it wasn't cheesy enough for me to be like oh my god this is like peak cheesiness but mm-hmm. then it also wasn't serious enough for me to be like oh this is a good movie it was like it needed to go further one of those ways yeah and so because it was kind of like waffling in the middle i just wasn't totally invested in it and can i be be honest with you when (laughs) we got this movie as a suggestion and i watched the trailer i definitely thought this was like an early 2000s movie i had no idea it was a 2018 movie like i had zero clue yeah i was like there's just no way (laughs) and it's weird like the trailer maybe that's what it was like the trailer made it seem like there was going to be a lot more funny santa jaws type things in it but there really wasn't that and it and there wasn't as much as i was expecting from the trailer like the trailer really is one of those things where it takes all of the best parts and puts it in the trailer a hundred percent and then you watch the movie and you're like oh oh so oh this is kind of like ain't nothing really going on that's what that's what i felt like so maybe i just got too invested in the trailer so five out of five elf legs for the trailer two out of five (laughs) elf legs for the movie but i will give them a solid four out of five elf legs for the one-liners because again there's there are some lines in there that absolutely tickled me one i forgot that i do want to give credit to is when he finally kills Santa Jaws, and he says, and I quote, ho, 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 you son of a fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ho, 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 you son of a fish. I forgot about that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, that's that's it for this one homie yeah that's Santa Jaws we'll go out on that note we'll go out on that on that line so like I said this is on Amazon Prime if you guys are so inclined and you want to get into the Christmassy mood it's not a bad movie to put on it's not it feels fairly like I said it very much strikes me as like a hallmark Christmas movie about like a kid whose family like doesn't appreciate him or you know doesn't respect him and so he doesn't appreciate his family and through all of this he appreciates them it's kind of it's it's a wonderful life (laughs) we'll call it a shark it's a wonderful life (laughs) it's a this one's great for a group of friends i like like i would enjoy watching this with a group of people um because it, it would make great like background noise too like i don't think you like have to actively watch it oh, either yeah yeah i agree yeah this is a good one to like throw on just to kind of have in the background um mm-hmm. so yeah it's on amazon prime if you homies want to check it out uh let us know what you think if you decide to do so and also let us know what your favorite um punny one-liner is in this movie because there are a plenty to choose from um like i said guys what you can put in our stocking this year is a rating or a review on apple podcasts we would very 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 much appreciate it and it always helps other people um find our podcast and like i said spread the word 
uh, to friends, family, et cetera, et cetera, and let them know that we are here and we are always looking for more homies to join the crew. Um, as always, you can find us on our social media. We are at Homies of Horror on all of those. And also, if you want to email us, you can email us at homiesofhorror at gmail.com. Please let us know if there are any other Christmas horror movies that you guys would like us to check out or any horror movies in general. We are always down for more recommendations and more requests. But that is going to be it for us today, homies. We hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and we will be seeing you next Monday. Catch you later, homies. Bye. In a world where even the most jolly of men succumb to darkness, Santa Claus ravage fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was like smiling the whole time. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, hold on. Please, <laughs> can I leave this in, please? <laughs> you can put that as a blooper. Put that as a blooper. <laughs> hold on, let me reset. <laughs> like as soon as I started, I just started cracking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I got it, I got it. <laughs>